welcome, and welcome to the first episode of my Fringers of the Empire miniseries based off of the Star Wars 5th edition system. I figured I'd celebrate the 100th film in our film podcast this year, so what better way to celebrate than with a Star Wars campaign? And I've got six people joining me tonight. Uh, let's introduce yourselves one at a time here. Uh, first off, we've got Aaron Kramers. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Aaron Kramers. What do you do? And I'm a I'm a filmmaker and artist. Nice, 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 nice. And Mr. Kane. Little Devin Kane over here playing uh, a very morally ambiguous character. Uh, tell us a bit about yourself, man. Oh, well, uh, my name's Devin, and I co-host the uh, the podcast over on uh, uh, Thursdays with Moray, the prestigious connoisseur of content. And uh, this is my second ever uh, time doing D&D anything uh, after Ian won't leave me alone about it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for the, the first time was the Call of Cthulhu one-shot that we did, and I had a lot of fun with, where I played a very... Uh, I played a real basher of a character, which was a lot of fun. And uh, I decided to up the ante a little bit this time. <laughs> slightly, slightly. Uh, we also have a uh, first time joining us on anything like this. Uh, first time I've personally talked to him myself. Devin Rudder. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, by the way, they're both named Devin and no, that's not going to get confusing at all. <laughs> uh, first time playing D&D? Play video games and stuff at work. Fuck yeah! How, how do we know each other, Devin? Let's let's get that out of the way. Uh, we work together a lot. This, this is this is true. Uh, we we end up uh, both end up at the same machine. Uh, we worked in a factory to pay the bills. Uh, I bought your uh, your old computer because I needed one, and uh, that's what I'm using to play right now, uh, which is uh, which has been great. I use it for video editing and and D and D shit. <laughs> Fuck yeah! And Richard. Okay. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, I'm Richard Doan. Uh, I work with both of the Devons at the same factory, so there's two. Of you them. can imagine what that's like. Um, <laughs> Fantastic. I'm fairly experienced in D and D, and huge Star Wars nerd ever since I was three. So, been quite a long time. Very excited to do this. Very excited to meet all you guys and get to know you through this. Oh yeah. yeah. Any anytime I'm stuck working with Richard, it's often a good time because we can just talk about Star Wars and D and D and Magic the Gathering and what and what have you uh, during the whole shift. So it's always a good For time, sure. even if the even if the job is a pain in the ass. <laughs> nice, nice. Exactly. Uh, okay. Next up is a little man called Stephen Beeson, both in the game hey, and otherwise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, how's it going, everyone? Uh, I'm Stephen Beeson. Uh, I'm a filmmaker here in the uh, decent state of Arkansas in the great United States. Uh, I'm the American mascot of the Thursdays with a uh, film podcast, if, you, if you're familiar with them on the same channel. Um, yeah, I, I have quite a bit of experience with 5th uh, edition, been playing for the last couple of years, so... Uh, uh, big fan of Star Wars and uh, was uh, anxious to be a part of this. Thanks for having me. Nice. I'm glad that we have you on this one because uh, it didn't oh, work yeah. out with the yeah. last one, unfortunately. But I'm 
Well, uh, it did, uh, no, and the, the thing about that was you guys scheduled it around uh, American Easter, which <laughs> like, there <laughs> no was God. some uh, American holiday that wasn't the same for, for you guys. Um, but I, I was stuck uh, uh, helping around the house, big family dinner. So uh, I'm, I'm glad this one worked out at least. Nice. Oh, yeah. And last but not least, Tad. The chat. Oh, uh, hello, everybody. Hello there. I, um, <laughs> I'm Tad. Uh, I like long walks on the beach and staring at the sunset. Fuck you. Um, I'm Which a big is why Star you're blind. Wars. What? Which is why you're blind now, right? Yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy because you're an artist and did all these character designs just just through uh, astral projected, you know. <laughs> yeah. Vision. Yeah. No, I just oh pure, just working off pure muscle memory, you know, and. Yeah, um, so yeah, no, I, I'm a I'm a character. I'm going to school to be a character designer slash 3D animator. Um, I've been a, a occasional guest on the podcast, and uh, I'm a I'm a big Star Wars fan. So when I was asked to do a Star Wars D and D campaign, of course I had to say yes. So, oh yeah, and uh, big shout out to all the character designs that you did for us yeah. uh, for this campaign. Oh, I think mad, awesome work! Mad props. It is basically I, I on par. You guys will see it as we play. I'll kind of like post the images for Roll20, but they are so on par with Gendy Tarkovsky's Clone Wars that I straight up shared this to other Facebook groups and they said, like, uh, wow, this just looks like Tarkovsky. Which, and yeah, I agree. You guys absolutely nailed that kind of cartoony style. Great work to you guys, and special thanks to Aaron Kramers and Devin Keen for both delivering on posters for this. Uh, podcast help me get this information out there you two are the best and all of you guys are the best man this is going to be a blast a few things before we begin just a couple rules that house rules that i kind of like to follow first off a critical role which is a natural 20 we like to call it call it or a 20 on the dice is always a success even if you don't traditionally like hit the target number so to speak it's still going to succeed but a natural one a one on the dice is always a failure. I don't give a shit if you have a plus 15 <laughs> to your <laughs> dice roll. A natural one is always a failure. But now, keep in mind, that, that goes both ways. That goes for the enemies as well. So I am going to I'm, I'm going to ask, um, is that just for attack rolls? Or does that count to It's for any check? roll. Oh, okay. It's for All any right. roll. Not Good. damage, but any other okay. roll. Okay. Good um, to know. Yeah, it's slightly different. And my rule for magic is a little bit different as well. Whereas normally you can't cast like two spells, or in this case powers, force, and tech powers at once. But I'm going to say you can cast two force powers and two tech powers. Let's say one is an action, one is a bonus action. But the catch is one spell has to be second level or lower. That's the catch. Just, so just keep that in mind as you're playing as well. Also, inspiration. I hand out inspiration like candy, but the catch is, if you re-roll, you have to take the lore number, even if the re-roll is worse. However, uh, that re-roll gotcha. could still be handy in the right circumstances, especially for an adventure like this. This could be great. Uh, you guys have any questions, feel free to let me know. There's no stupid questions in my games. It's a rule I kind of say with all of my players. I have heard the worst, dumbest questions, so give me your fucking best. That's all I'm going to uh, say. Is mayonnaise uh, an instrument? Yes, it is. <laughs> mayonnaise is an Are instrument. Are we on the Starship and, Enterprise? Uh, 
that's a less tolerable question. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be one of those. Now, let us begin. Why, why does he boast about parsecs if that's a unit of measurement? <laughs> uh, is it used for measurement? Well, I mean, at no, least a, at least a, a parsec is 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 uh, easier to understand than a fucking kilometer canadians holy shit oh which one is the slimiest oh, <laughs> we're never gonna get this all right let's start. do this let's roll yeah, let's... all right yeah. so deep in the order 66 a group of two last remaining sith of the galaxy have no choice but to fend off of a bunch of mercenaries and operatives they were hired on to search the brightest stars of the galaxy in the hopes of hiding from the Emperor's reign and the reign of the Inquisitors as well. Turn with the Inquisitors or die, as they say. Well, not this time. These quote-unquote heroes have no choice but to find a planet of their own and are left to wonder, how much longer can we run? How much longer can we hide? Well, now is the time to find out. So... This takes place during the Order 66, right in the middle of it. A few changes have been made during Emperor Palpatine's reign throughout the galaxy. First off, this is the first steps that they've taken to, towards making Sith Inquisitors. There was a belief that every Sith and Jedi is wiped out by the Order 66, but the truth is, that's the easy way to go. Because the hard way to go is then turn to an Inquisitor or some Sith like to call them slaves. And the Inquisitor's sole purpose is to bring forth any dish and dish out any punishment or kill to any Sith that doesn't want to follow under Palpatine's reign. Sith, Jedi, Force users, they don't discriminate. You don't get in the way of an Inquisitor. Because chances are, even if you're the most skilled Force user in the galaxy, it's still going to be a tough fight. And that's what the Sith have to face against. These two Sith, among our party tonight, along with a group of mercenaries that are either regretting their choices or are happy with their choices. I guess it depends on how you view the situation. They have now found themselves a ship in the ports of Moss, the Moss Esley Cantina. A beautiful ship that Mandalorians would probably recognize as a Fire Spray F-31. That's what that looks like. Kind of oh, painted nice. red okay. and black, you know, just purely metallic design, very old-fashioned, but, you know, still gets the job done. And can't stress enough, it practically looks brand new, despite the fact that it came from a pretty shitty and scummy-looking arms dealer. You managed to get them down to a good price, but the one condition, you have to take an Imperial Droid with you. Which is a little bit problematic given the current state of affairs, but you've reluctantly agreed, and the Imperial Droid's name is Martyr. He's kind of like a Class 2 model where he's like very skinny, you know, dome like head. He looks a lot like Taika Watiti's character from The Mandalorian. Black paints, you know, red dots all over. And he's basically like a Swiss Army knife where he has seems to have a compartment for just about everything, and he kind of presents himself as such as well. At this point in our adventure, you've just narrowly escaped the clones off of Tatooine and are now searching for the stars, wondering just what to do next. 
How much longer do I have? And is time gonna run out before we find a new safe haven? Not just for the Sith, but perhaps some of the rest of you would like to lay low as well. But, who is the last expedition leading the last remaining Sith of the galaxy? Well, let's find out. Alright, so we're gonna roll to see who goes first. The two Sith will go last, but as for everybody else, I'm going to roll for them to see who gets their introduction. Oh, do I get uh, a bonus to this roll? Is this like an initiative? <laughs> do you want to... No, no, this is just introducing the characters. This is initiative or anything. I'm just, okay. Like, this um, is like narrative flavor, basically. Gotcha. Do you want to go gonna... last? I want to go last. That's yeah. fair. I will accept that. In which case... So, deep within the crew's quarters, on the back end of the ship, we kind of center through this ship. It's very, like, metallic in design. While the outside looked perfect and clean, the inside is very dirty. Just walls being torn up at the seams. Everything's just covered in dust and slime from whatever alien was kind of, like, purveying the halls last. The lights flicker and barely work. However... This person in particular has been through much worse. At least it is roof over his head. At least it is some kind of shelter. He'll take what you can get. We find him in one of the crew quarters, sleeping in a very uncomfortably tight uh, bunk bed uh, with something very heavy laying above his head with the mattress, the kind of like bed screen or however you want to word it, is just like indented inwards. It's like meters above your face. It is very uncomfortable and because of that and among many things troubling your mind you kind of find it a little hard to sleep uh tad why don't you tell us uh what your character looks like hang on let me uh get him out here why don't you explain what uh, tell us a little bit about fadius it's fadius fadius my fadius well tell us about fadius fadius well what can I say? He is a Chiss from the Outer Regions. Um, he was... One second here. He... He left the Chiss Ascendancy at a young age, finding that his people's obsession with military and politics were boring. Even as a child, he had very violent tendencies and cared little for people. His true loyalty is to himself which manifested itself into a fanatical desire to stalk and hunt worthy prey, taking their remains as trophies. So he's kind of like Craven the Hunter uh, in a way. Um, or like the Predator. Um, okay. Uh, in his later years, he has found trouble finding any real challenge, and he's growing bored. Um, despite a career as a bounty hunter, giving him pl plenty opportunities for prey. But uh, now he sees a new opportunity, and he has left the chaos regions of the galaxy into this part of the galaxy to hunt the most dangerous prey of all. But uh, that's all I'll say for now. Nice. And you kind of, like, how do you sleep? Do you sleep with all of your armaments and your armor? Do you 
conflict. Sleep. Oh, I don't take the armor off. I'm always no, ready for a fight. It is very hot and very humid, and <laughs> there is just sweat I... pouring down your face and kind of getting trapped in your like underneath your armor is a very uncomfortable experience. But you've been through much worse, so you just shake it off. Probably itches and stinks under there. Oh, it <laughs> smells repugnant, but not doesn't smell nearly as bad as your roommate. Uh, Richard, why don't you explain what your character? Sorry, go on. Matter. <laughs> uh, so, Richard, what's your yeah. uh, tell us about Candarus? Well, Candarus Breeze, a Deveronian male, a picture Deathstroke from the CW Arrow TV show, Mano Bennett actor, um, after losing his parents and his entire village on Deveron. Andrus was captured as a slave and thrown into fighting pits for mere entertainment. After many years of captivity and learning how to become a killing machine, he managed to escape and found his way to Coruscant, where he tried to help get some help in order to disband the fighting pits. No one would listen to him, and this was around the start of the Clone Wars, so really wanted some bloodlust and revenge, joined the Separatist Alliance as a foot soldier, eventually caught the eyes of one Count Dooku, who made him part of an elite kill squad after the death of Count Dooku, and after he saw that the war was lost, he decided to hide and roam the galaxy as a gun for hire for this particular mission. And how would you describe how your character sleeps? Like, are you restless? Are you sleeping in your armor as well? How would they I fend off the night? I'm 100% sleeping on my armor. I stole my armor from some unfortunate victims of mine, and I don't want to let that go. I, oh. I sleep with my armor on me, and I'm very restless. Uh, by memory, so do you so kind of show off? Do you, like, show off your armor at all? Do you try to hide it or bury it? This is a very I important question. I don't really try and Fair hide it. It's just a mere trophy. Fair enough. In which case, and... Thaddeus, you've spent some time from now, and the thought kind of crosses your mind as you're finding, trying to fight back, cursing at the man that's just tossing and turning up above you. Fog crosses your mind. I'm not even gonna make you roll for this because you recognize the kind of armor he's wearing. It's the armor of a Beskar. Beskar. Mm -hmm. And as you're kind of sleeping, Candarus, you're kind of like tossing and turning as flashes of visions of yourself as a child in a dirty, filthy stone arena, fending off other youth of your age. You're just you kind of toss and turn to the beat of like swinging a sword, and images and flashes of children's necks getting slipped and heads being cut off flash before your eyes before suddenly you awake uh. oh fuck what do the two of you do you left to your own Night devices do you always have a nightmare like that that was a more pleasant one You hear only... him. Sorry, go on. Oh, no, go ahead. No, no, you first. Just gonna say, if, if only I had nightmares. 
Never had the experience. I've heard them to be quite unpleasant. They can be unsettling, but under every night you get used to them. You hear a voice over the radio at this point, and you recognize it to be the voice of Martyr. Kind of like speaking over very shitty intercom, and it kind of like... You hear some like loud screeching noises before he gets it to work. And he says, uh... Crew's presence on the bridge is strongly advised. Please make your way to the bridge immediately. Wonder what he wants now. I don't care for what he wants, and he cannot order me around like some sort of lapdog. I share your sentiments, but... I mean, I was hired. I'll see what he wants. And I shall attend for nothing more than morbid curiosity. <laughs> I like it. So you guys kind of head up. Uh, Fadius, you get through the door, no problem. Candaris, you kind of bang your head a little bit and have to duck underneath just to squeeze through. Uh, as you're kind of hanging down the hallway, uh, you see... Oh, what do you see? You see another droid. That's take the lawn for your adventure. Uh, so. Other Devin. Uh, <laughs> why don't you explain what your character looks like? <laughs> uh, well, just use your uh... last names at this point. <laughs> <laughs> like we're Is in gym class. Droid? <laughs> nice. Uh, you used to work with the Jedi Order. You worked uh, closely with uh, Mace Windu. And once uh, Order 66 happened, he, uh, the Empire decided to uh, pretty much kidnap him. And uh, he's been working with the Empire, but he still has a strong allegiance to uh, the Jedi. That's why he's purple. Yeah. yeah. He's purple. Oh, I like it. Yeah, he's purple. Like, Just uh, like his lightsaber. Yeah, there you go. Nice. Uh, now, here's a question. Would Kinderis and Fadius recognize Mace Windu? Would they know who he is? And be honest. I wouldn't know. No. Kinderis? I would have no idea. I wouldn't know what he looks like. I would have probably heard of him. Alright, so you kind of see S3... Uh, black and he's bald. Just kind of looking up, and a display of a hologram is coming out through his lower sensor on the, like, the dome of his head. And a blue hologram of a dark-skinned man in a cloak is, like, trying to say words, but there's no vocal language coming through. It seems like something's wrong with the hologram. And the flashes kind of, like, emanate, and it shows him kind of, like, talking, and then, like, reaching forward, and the hologram fades. And the two of you find S3 just kind of sitting there in the hallway. What does S3 do? She looked like a bitch. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> he does. That's accurate. <laughs> Devin backs away slowly. Oh, I see. He kind of like back away slowly, and there it's a not great condition floors there's like a few bumps and you almost like topple over one point there you have like a little dispenser on the side of your leg that kind of like balances your <laughs> bounces yourself out and you, like a car and you just kind of end up straight again uh you hear the message you heard the message as well 
requesting the crew's presence on the bridge. What do? Uh, I follow them to the bridge. Alright. So, kind of like without saying a word, uh, <laughs> uh, S3, I, I don't know, does S3 speak? He doesn't. He just makes beep boops. Beep boop beep, beep beep beep. But we'll say this is kind of like Star Wars logic that where you can understand what the beeps mean. Maybe, is that fair? Uh, yeah, you can translate it however you like. <laughs> okay, okay, so it's like South Park. Got it. Great. All right. So, okay, so uh, the S3 they kind killed of S3, you bastards. <laughs> no, I was. I'm sorry. Does who look like a bitch? Yeah. There we go. Yeah. So S3 just kind of begins following you two around without like so much as uttering a beep. And yeah, it's very sad just looking at its tires just like skidding across this disgusting floor. Uh, I sure it's sad beeping noises. So as the three of you pass, we go to to you kind of pass through an engine room, and deep within that engine room is kind of like a lower corridor where two of the Sith are contained. Mostly because you want as little to do with these two as possible, but also because you do need to keep these two safe. And what better way to keep them safe than, with tornado logic, just keep them lower in the basement? Makes perfect sense. Kind of like deep in the bowels of the engine room, you've kind of, Caliban, you've devoted, you've created a statue to your old master. One Count Dooku. And as you kind of kneel in front of him and meditate on the power of the force. You feel it flow through you. You feel its essence almost whisper to you as it reaches out and you begin to touch it. And the Sith code that Darth Dooku stayed to you all those years ago begins to form through your mind. Peace is a lie. It was only passion. Through passion, I gain strength. Through strength, I gain power. Through power, I gain victory. Through victory, my chains are broken. The force shall free me. At which force point shall free me? Yes. What does? Why don't you describe Caliban to us? Caliban has shaggy, bleach blonde hair with a brown beard practically looks like robert pattinson in good time he wears black and has a tattoo on his arm caliban was born on the planet cantonica where he was a slave on the racetrack in canto bite until the age of five when a Jedi named Ness Logan discovered him and takes him to Coruscant, which Caliban agrees in hopes of escaping. However, his mind changed after he trained at the Jedi Academy, where he was forced to be alone and never show emotion. He was considered out of control and was condemned, was nearly condemned, until he met Count Dooku, who took him under his wing as a father figure. He showed him the ways of the Force, only known through the dark side. 
Caliban left the Jedi to train with Dooku. Meanwhile, while exploring in the planet Ajankloss, Caliban received news that Count Dooku's death at the hands of a Jedi named Anakin Skywalker. Devastated, he trains to find the Jedi, but to no avail. Then Order City 66 was executed, and he was searching on the planet Dorgan, where he crossed paths with Darth Vader, who sensed a force from him, but chooses not to kill him, as he could be useful to him. Caliban now worked under Vader in hunting the Jedi, hoping that his next target would be Skywalker. After killing a recent Jedi that was hiding on the planet Endor, Caliban confides in Vader in his desire to find and kill Anakin Skywalker for killing Count Dooku. So Vader sent him to the planet Tatooine, where he'll find Skywalker there. On Tatooine, he was ambushed by the Inquisitors, who mistake him for a Jedi and nearly died, only to wake on another planet. And then, back to here. The force flows through you. You open your eyes, and everything. There's a stillness in the air you haven't felt in quite some time. But on top of that stillness, something just doesn't feel right. Like the force is telling you that all hell is about to break loose. And it's just a matter of when. It's too quiet, almost like a calm before the storm. And your meditation is kind of interrupted by Martyr's voice over the radio, ordering you all to head to the bridge. Or more so, requesting you all. He's not technically considered your captain, or better yet, the man who <laughs> claims he's your captain. <laughs> but you know from experience that when he says something's wrong, unfortunately that means something's very wrong. Uh, also in the chamber with you, at the other end of the hall, a very disgusting, pungent, nasty smell fills the air as you're reminded by the presence of a large, massive being. You hear his device, his exoskeleton, just lifting up his massive form in the air. And... Devin, would you please explain your character to us? Aw, <laughs> uh, do I have to? Yes. Pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Everyone else had to do it. You gotta do it, too. Ah, <laughs> uh, fine. Yeah. Well, no, you don't have to explain everything. You could just explain where your character looks like, and that's it. You can only reveal as much as you want to. Keep that right. in mind. So, I'm uh, Darth okay. Juju Chibuchi. Um, yes. <laughs> a, uh self-taught okay. Sith Lord who um, started off as a uh, Padawan uh, who trained on, at the at the Jedi Temple um, but was always considered an outcast even in his class was always bullied and picked on by the other Padawan children that was until a man named Anakin Skywalker liberated him by slaughtering all the Jedi children and took him under his wing or so he claims. And <laughs> just since then has been <laughs> has been taken over by the, the ways of the of, of the dark side of the force. Damn. 
yeah, you're kind of floating in the air, kind of sleeping, drooling this disgusting, like, globs of spit that just almost sound like acid when they hit, like, the hot, messy floor. And as you're close, you hear screams just, Help me! Help me! Help me! Help me! As suddenly your eyes flash open awake. In a flash, you sensed it too. Something in the forest telling you that something isn't quite right. Everything is just too calm. Too still. And like much like Caliban, your slumber was interrupted by Martyr requesting your presence at the bridge. Thought I farted myself awake again. <laughs> <laughs> How, what do you two do? <laughs> I wake up. Yep. And I tell myself, the force shall free me. And then, like, I exit out of my chamber. And I see this overweight Gungan. <laughs> and I just, like, Ugh. Like, I could just, like, <laughs> scoff at him and then walk towards... Like, walk to the ship board. Yeah, the... We'll say, kind of like the pilot's chambers. On the yes. deck. Yeah. Do you follow Dar Durf Juju to booty? <laughs> I, uh, I, I do my morning stretches. So, you kind of... Uh, you lift your arms a little bit. I lift my arms a little bit, and I'll yeah. let the uh, rest of the exoskeleton do the work. Um, <laughs> yeah, the exoskeleton clenches your body, lifts you up, and it even kind of does, like, massages for you. Like, you, what stubs of legs you have, it kind of like... <laughs> kind of like those car massages, it's just squeezing your bones at just the right velocity, and stretches them around, and, and you feel yourself <laughs> latch back as your exoskeleton... <laughs> Sends little shockwaves through to stimulate the muscles. Yeah, enough, it's basically uh, to, keeping you awake. <laughs> to stimulate motion. Uh, I'm not waking up or going because I was called. It's because I have to. Because I have to piss. So I'm gonna go do that. <laughs> okay. Uh. So. calls. <laughs> as you kind of head head off to the station's urinal. Uh. This is one of those places where there is no urinal. It's just a toilet. <laughs> and it's about it's as disgusting. It's about as disgusting as you imagine. And yes, 90% of that is because of Juju Tabuti. Uh, while you're in there, uh, you know, you kind of uh, see the stubby little man. The shadow kind of makes him look far bigger than he actually is. And then you kind of look over uh, on the toilet next to you and one second uh what the fuck is he doing in there <laughs> uh, well I, I hey he's gotta go too man uh why can't i find the image for this uh oh here we go oh, there's just like uh there's like a big communal bathroom is that what here we go is? yeah uh steven please <laughs> introduce your character <laughs> Oh, well. Uh. <laughs> so you see uh, this massive hi. man like floating right next to you while you're just trying to do your business in peace. Well, <laughs> um, shell bigger than you. So, <laughs> uh, my name is Dice. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Kushaiban, uh, one of them little uh, rabbit-looking things. Uh, if you were from, uh, oh, you know, the, the real world, you might know me as that. But uh, I'm a small... Um, probably about four to three to four foot tall, um, about 
40 pounds or, or uh, 18 kilograms if you're a Canadian. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I was actually um, the victim of a, a uh, the, the sole survivor, I should say, of a, of a, of a massacre uh, uh, in my village on the planet Kushiban, uh, the Kushiban planet. And, um, yes, and I was uh, adopted and raised by a group of uh, mercenaries and, and Sith who took a, 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 an interest in me and my potential. Um, and I've basically been hopping around from uh, intergalactic casino to intergalactic casino, um, playing cards and, and swindling people out of their hard-earned credits. Um, I am a mercenary, uh, but gambler by trade. Nice. Uh, yeah, and you're just kind of... You have your two minutes of goddamn peace and quiet before this large abomination comes and stinks up the bathroom again. Now, what, hey, what do you close do? the door. I'm trying to, I'm trying <laughs> to work here. Come on. So you're... <laughs> and kind of like stro forcefully stretches out your arms and uh, even then, you just kind of use the force to close it anyways. <laughs> yeah. And yeah I'm, I'm trying to take a crap itself. over here. And look at this guy. He's coming in here. Anyway, um... <laughs> <laughs> and you heard the voice on the intercom earlier too, but you're just like, I just like two minutes, just two more minutes. I'll head over and see whatever bullshit is going on now. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely not happy uh, about trying to take orders from some uh, wackadoodle droid. <laughs> I mean, come on, I I know what I'm doing. I've I've survived this long. Yeah. By the way, uh, this is the man that uh, considers himself to be captain. Just so the rest of you know. Yes, I, I am the captain. Of course I'm the captain. I mean, look at me. <laughs> you can't let a tall guy lead. That's very counterproductive. Exactly. I have a, I have an advantage uh, from short stature. All right, is there and I'm so humble. <laughs> so is there anything else uh, you two would like to do before you head up to the bridge? Mm, no. I guess I might as well go see what's up there. Alright, so you kind of throw back on your hat, uh, hold your breath <laughs> as you leave the facilities and head e up to the bridge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming, uh, Juju, is there anything else you'd like to do before hanging up? Gotta vacate the, the bowels and I'll <laughs> Which gravitate take, my way so to the board. Everybody is on, else is on the bridge. Takes about 15-20 minutes before <laughs> Juju shows up. Uh, I say the bridge, it's more like, uh, like there's a space for two people and that's it, and everyone's just kind of cluttered and huddled up. <laughs> there's like two seats laid out, a terminal with all of the necessary buttons and inputs and commands, and on one of the pilot seats, there's two pilot seats, but typically only ever one pilot, the other is kind of for like more communication-based knowledge and looking at a map, uh, Hardwired into it is Murder. You know, the Imperial droid that kind of called you here earlier. He kind of turns to you and says, uh... I suspect that the last subject is evacuating their bowels again. Yeah, I guess so. He was stinking up the place something awful. 
This may take a while, so perhaps I should just get started. And suddenly, <laughs> flying through and barely getting through the door. It takes you like five attempts before you like finally get through it. And you just kind of have to slide in and squeeze through. Uh, nearly cracking like the seams of the door leaning into the area as well. And it's a very uncomfortable like pile and huddle as you're all gathered here now. Uh, <laughs> and the droid says, no, Oh good, you're all here. Yes, uh, I've required some important information that perhaps the captain and along with the rest of the crew would wish to assess. While you were all sleeping away, I was actually getting work done. Now, <clears throat> oh god, not this again. He kind of just tell us what we need to know, alright? I'm, I'm captain around here, I can handle it. All in good time, captain. All in good time. And, uh, her, his head kind of, like, changes shape every now and again, just... Warning. Several clone troopers, several clone vessels have identified the make of this vehicle and are currently on their way. Heading to the clones. Several clone vessels are on their way, and I believe there is an Inquisitor located with them. An Inquisitor, eh? Label on the ship has dictated that we have taken stolen a very important vessel that may or may not have belonged to such an individual as the Inquisitor. Taking on uh, battle mm. positions is strongly advised. It's been a long time since I've killed clones. Away in your orders, Captain. Alright, well, it sounds like, uh... Huh. Well, let's see here. Can we get a, uh... Can we get the gunners on board? Maybe maybe try to shoot this thing out before it gets to us. Shoot this thing out? That yeah, is shoot. not worthy tactic. <laughs> what? Okay, I didn't ask you, pal. I'm the captain around here. I think it'd be better to just try and get this thing out of the sky before it, you know, tries to get on board with us. Did you not under did you not hear that he there was an inquisitor on board? Yeah, I've killed one before. I don't have any uh, you know desire to meet another one. I have a hard time believing a little rodent such as yourself has killed someone. Rodent? Who are you calling rodent? Now? Oh yeah, you kind of like hop up to the chair and you almost get to his height. Uh <laughs> of course, yes. Um <laughs> So, uh yeah, I'm I'm uh let me see here at my character sheet. Um, okay. Yeah, take so, your time. I gotta do something on my end anyways. Okay. Uh, so, what does it say on your character sheet? So, um, I was gonna use my critical analysis ability, but that is only available for creatures and not, uh, not, <laughs> not ships. Not ships. So, no, it has to be for humanoids or creatures, unfortunately. Gotcha. Well, how about um, how about a perception check? Is there anything that maybe I could see, or that would maybe uh, you know maybe help me? Maybe that would be an insight. Um, uh, so, what kind of information are you wishing to procure? I think this will help out quite a bit. Um. Sure, maybe, you know, does this ship that is coming to us, like, uh, A, you know, 
maybe how far away is it? How much time do we have? Um, is there any weaknesses about this ship that Ooh, I would know about? Yeah, okay. You know, I can work with that. I can work with that. Uh, give me... I'm going to check the skills real quick. Give me... I'll allow either a technology or a lore check. Just on, like, general knowledge behind the vessels you're kind of facing yourselves against. Whichever is higher. Okay, um, they're both plus three. Alright, so... so roll a d20 and add plus three. If you'd be so Absolutely. kind. Nice. See what you get. Ah! You have uh, triggered my trap card. <laughs> because... <What>? Oh! <laughs> um... Oh, no, okay. So the lucky number seven only applies to attack rolls. Um, and it only applies to critical analysis, which I can't do. So that's a pretty flat seven, which so I'm guessing So you is have not. never... Because you are you always get out, of the, get out of sight before any vehicles arrive, you've just never encountered... A, you've never encountered a clone vessel, let alone have you ever encountered a fight with a clone vessel. Ah, so okay. that knowledge is beyond you. Um, do, do I know anything, or could Martyr tell me anything about how long we have to react? Like, how soon, how how close are they, Let me make a roll for him. And he's pretty good at this, so he's gonna get Sure. Close. <laughs> he does, oh boy, he doesn't System know error, either. system error, information unclear. Well, uh, I think we might as well uh, get in our positions, folks. I mean, uh, this doesn't look too good, and me and the uh, robot here are stumped. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, what so... exactly would you have us do? Yeah, you I mean, captain. get in your positions. I think we need people on deck with guns, you know? I mean, I think he's saying get in your well ship just... positions. Get in your ship positions, exactly, yes. Cough. Uh, so, yeah, so any of the, I keep forgetting the name of these, I'm sorry. Deployments, whatever your deployment is, basically he's ordering you to get into your deployment. You don't have to do that, you can do something else to prepare if you want to. I'm gonna say you have an action to prepare. They could either be with your deployment or otherwise, if you choose not to listen to this very little furball. But... Um, while, while this is, um... Uh, while this is going on, um, since I'm going to be, you know, preparing as well, I'm going to give an encouraging speech. <laughs> so I expend an exteriority yes! die um, to <laughs> rally my allies. Um, I grant a number of creature up to my maneuver ability modifier um, temporary hit points equal to the amount rolled on the superiority die plus proficiency bonus. Oh my god. So What's this your... is me giving my little uh, pep talk. Uh, let's see. How do I how do I roll this? Uh, so, I think you just make a persuasion check. But okay. I'm gonna say well... give me the speech first. Then I will say you can make that persuasion check with advantage or not. Depending <laughs> on the speech. So, okay. Um, give well, us your I'm speech. trying to figure out the superiority die. Oh, it's so... a d8 for you. I think. Okay, so, yeah, gotcha. Alright, listen up, pals. Uh, I know this is uh, not ideal, but we're all in this together. And, uh, you know, damn it, I, I think we can make this work. Let's give them hell. Come on, boys. Nice. Uh, roll that persuasion check with advantage. That was pretty good. Uh, 
Okay, um, so it's a persuasion check plus, uh, plus proficiency, right? Uh, yes, it is. You are proficient oh. in that. It might be, uh, check the persuasion bonus. It's in the skill section. It might be even higher. Don't know if you um, so, so my proficiency bonus with persuasion is a plus 10. Oh, yeah, roll a d20 and add 10, because you have expertise in that. Oh my goodness gracious. Okay, so uh, roll advantage plus 10. Um, so that's a, <laughs> that's a 40. 40, uh, oh a 20 my. 20 plus 10 plus 10. <laughs> oh my goodness. No, it's a 20 plus 10, which is a 30. I'm going to say because you rolled a natural 20 on this, you can roll 2d8 instead of just 1d8 for temporary hit awesome. points. Awesome. So roll okay, those let's... 2d8. 7 Wait plus... Eight. You all gain 15 temporary hit points. Uh, that does not include yourself, right, Steven? I don't um, believe so. Good question. Let's see. I, it um, does not, if I'm not mistaken. No, it does not. It's just uh, everybody who was within earshot of my rousing uh, speech. Nice. Uh, sorry, one second. Uh, uh, yeah, so everybody action. add 15 to your temporary hit points. There should be a segment in your character sheet uh, right below or above your hit points. And you ha basically, temporary hit points, how it works is they have to cut through. For damage, they have to cut through those temporary hit points before they get to your actual hit points. You're going to need it. Oh, um, And are you just getting into your... Sweet, I'm at 83. Yeah, we'll uh, say that's your action, Steven. Are you going to get into your deployment? Um, yeah, I'm gonna get into the So you kind so. of, like, get Martyr out of the way, because that's basically, like, the coordinator's chair. And you just kind of sit sure. down, flip on a few switches, power everything up, and throw on a headset for extra communication. And it's kind yeah. of like an old, like, uh, early 2000s-style headset, or something you'd see at a fast food <laughs> restaurant. It's very uncomfortable. Yeah. It reminds me of, like, the, uh, the, the like the the matrix where they had like the goofy looking you know like guy in a van or whatever yeah yeah <laughs> all right uh so um uh, all right what's everyone else doing well i guess i after a speech like that i reluctantly get in the pilot's chair nice all right so you I get just... in the pilot's chair is there any action you'd like to prepare now as a pilot there are a few things you can do uh, so let's see. Uh, there are a few different tactics you can take, for example. So uh, you can prepare like one of these actions, and basically how you prepare an action is you say what you want to do and what would trigger it. So there's like attack parent delta, where it's like uh, there's no friendly ship, so you can't do that. Uh, when you're a target, you can move out of the lion. Actually, this one's really nice. You might want to take barrel roll. Where if somebody fires at you, you can expend a power die to move out the way. It essentially. Roll. <laughs> yeah. If you want to prepare that as your action, you can do so as a pilot. And you basically add a D eight to and that goes against the targets the first attacker's attack roll. So you can prepare that as an action if you'd like as your pilot. Yeah, sure, why not? Alright, you kind of like flick a few switches, kind of get yourselves in kind of like a strange position ready to kind of like tip and do a roll out of the way just getting ready for whoever comes your way who's next who wants to prayer and action next 
I'm gonna go straight to the gunner seat. Alright, so you go to the gunner seats. Uh, would you like to kind of like hold an action to attack? Yeah. Nice. Uh, ooh, this is good. Uh, a quick question. Uh, the power die, is that each one of us gets power die for actions for the ship, or is it like a pool between the entire ship? It is a... That's a good question. Uh, I think it's personal power... Actually, uh, it would be... I'm just preparing a few more things here. Shit. Um, Sounds kind of like a DM call. That is kind of a DM call. Uh, so we're going to say you each get your own power dice. And you're at rank 3, so you each have 3 power dice. So use them wisely. Yeah, so... I'll try spinning, that's the name of one, so that's entertaining. So, would you like to hold an action to attack whatever comes your way, my friend? Yeah, I'm gonna hold for, for an action. Nice. Uh, what about uh, S3XY? <laughs> Can I uh, divert power to, like, more power to the guns? Is that right? Uh, Yes, you may. You can divert more power to the guns. Let me just double check how that works. There's gotta be a way Should to do it. Should you put it toward the guns or the armor? Ooh, good question. Sense of boost. Oh, weapon overload. Here we go. Uh, you can roll your tech die. The next time a ship deals weapon, uh, next time a we a ship weapon deals damage before the end of your next turn, it deals additional damage equal to the result of the die. Damage is the same type that was the original attack. Nice. So yeah, if you divert power to weapons, that's basically what's going to happen. You can also like reinforce the shields, boost the sensors, boost the engines. Got a few options here. We're overload the weapons. All right. Uh, so you kind of head down to the engineering room and you kind of go into the core that powers your weapons, or more specifically, the turrets on the sides. You hear like this huge whoosh as the turrets on the sides begin to light up with this blue energy, just ready to go. Energy has been diverted. Nice. That is one of your power dice, so make sure to mark those down, please. Um, you get free. You each get free, we'll say. I think that's um, more generous do... than what it's supposed to be, but... I, I just want to uh, make sure here, but uh, do do coordinators get any actions they can take? Uh, coordinators um, do, but you used to action for an inspiring speech. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, you're just okay. at the ready, we'll say. All right, gotcha. I'm trying to find a good thing for this. Uh, do, 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 do. Because so much of this last minute. Uh, Juju to booty, is there anything you'd like to prepare? Or do you want to just head to your deployment? Well, I, my character uh, will re reluctantly compliment the captain on his uh, re very rousing speech, uh, which will go um, something along the lines of, uh, Misha must admit you are well spoken for a reason. This is good timing for the music. Uh, oh my god. Uh, so, yes, do you head to your deployment then? Yes. Nice. I'll so. just head right to the uh, right to the guns. I'm not sure what actions I could take uh, in preparation. Uh, you could just uh, hold an action. You can just hold an action to attack. Whatever comes All your right. way. Nice. Good. We'll do. Okay. Sure. 
Am I missing anybody? Me! I, uh, yeah. I lumber my way toward the guns. <laughs> oh, yeah! Um, you float been, uh, your as... way towards the guns. <laughs> Which, uh, I, I'm going into the bigger one, because, uh, that's what I'll fit into. <laughs> oh, yeah, so you barely even fit into that, so you just kind of squeeze into it and kind of fold yourself around the gun. And you don't really grab onto the buttons, as more as you just use your hands to use the force to kind of move around the turret. <laughs> and it kind of moves you around as you kind of get into position and it's like, narrow your I, eyes. I, I, I bet I, I not even bother moving. I just sit there and force meditate, and I just ask to project myself into the gunner seat. Yeah, you just like sitting there motionless. Oh my god, this is <laughs> disgusting. I I, 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 I I control the gun manually with my mind. Oh my god, this is so good. And, and Caliban, I use my, uh, I, I use my uh, dark vision to see through the eyes of the turret. Oh, yeah, nice. You can see deep into space, and you don't have to worry about lighting or anything. It's easier mm. for you to see. All right. Last but not least, Caliban. What do I look? I look at the uh, clone vessel with this disdain look, but I can sense that someone else with the force is there. A familiar feel. Oh, it's just me. Oh. <laughs> Besides you. <laughs> Under my breath, you just hear disgusting frog. I was thinking about Vader. I heard that. <laughs> now I, I, just, I, I I use the force voice to tell you that in your head. <laughs> nice. And uh, then as I look, after I've done looking, I go to my deployment. Nice. And what was your deployment again? I can't. Gunner, like with the pilot. Oh, you're you're the second gunner, right? Of course. Got it. Yes. Nice. Uh, one second. Sorry, my uh, thing's being weird here. I wanted to do that. There we go. Uh, that way. Okay. Oh, uh, wow. Sorry. Okay, so you head to your gunner deployments. Uh, everybody ready? So keep in mind, you can look up more about your deployments in the Star Wars 5e website. So maybe pull up a folder for that right now because I didn't have time to put into your character sheets. I'm sorry. Keep track of this paradise. Alright, now I need everybody to please roll for initiative. We will have a surprise round uh, for those who held their actions, and then we will go for the initiative order. Okay. Uh, initiative. Roll d20. Yeah, uh, you roll d20 and add your dexterity modifier. Oh, shit. Okay, I gotta uh, add that then. Yep. Okay, so I hit uh, d20. Me, it's a dirty 20. Yeah, and you add, what's your dexterity bonus? Oh my god, guys! Jesus! <laughs> there we go. Wait, I, I just hit d20. I don't think I added anything. To, do, do I add a number to it? Uh, what's your dexterity modifier? Uh, oh, it's plus uh, one. Oh, three. So you add three to that. It's not much better, but it's something. All right, let's. All right, go down by alphabetical order here. So, uh, let's see. Uh, so Durf, your total is. Uh, so your total is six, Juju. 
Uh, right. So, Kandaris, your total is. Thirty twenty. Thirty twenty. And that's including your initiative bonus. My initiative is plus four. Nice. Dirty twenty. Not bad. Uh, so, uh, fat use. Am I supposed? Yeah. Do you want me to go to the second roll or the first roll? Let's go the with the roll is... first one. Oh well, then add plus three to that, so it's thirteen. Thirteen. Still pretty good. Still pretty good. Uh, Caliban, what'd you roll? Uh, I, I rolled a one, which is a, I rolled one d twenty, which is a two. But should I roll it like twice? Or... Uh, no. What is your initiative bonus? Uh, your dexterity modifier. Okay. Uh, I can check that. My yeah. dexterity. Zero. Yeah, sorry, buddy. Had to be somebody. Uh, and who am I missing? S free. What's your initiative? Uh, it's five, and then my dexterity bonus is plus one. So six. Wow. A lot of people roll like even the bad guys roll like shit. Holy crap. <laughs> uh, so uh, descending. All right. So it's quiet too quiet i think you're um i think you're missing my initiative oh am i oh yes sh sh i'm sorry <laughs> what's your initiative mr dice uh mine was uh mine was nine plus your dexterity bonus no no that's that's nine total it was a seven <sighs> plus two i'm sorry uh, no it's okay. <laughs> i was like wait a minute <laughs> if it makes you feel like better most people are like shit so it is quiet eerily quiet for suddenly you hear five vessels approach you of this design i would like everybody to make me a technology check please technology check yes please all right that um, is a d20 uh yes it is uh add your intelligence modifier all right he adds stuff uh, so There's if you go on the, um, yeah, advanced dice roller, click on that, and you can kind of add stuff from there. Left hand side, okay. the dice symbol, mm. go down. Oh my god, guys <laughs> are rolling like shit. <laughs> well, I I I actually rolled a seven total I'm for me. Sorry. Okay. Okay. I rolled that's a twenty one. All right. So, the DC was okay. Juju, did you roll your <laughs> tech? Bump? I did. I got. Five. Oh my god. So Dice is the only one that immediately recognizes what kind of vessel these are. And these are V-Wing Starfighters that were remodeled by the clone troopers V-Clone Interceptors. And these aren't particularly strong on their own, but they're quite annoying in groups, which you currently have to deal with right now. And you kind of see that uh, as they approach, they're kind of trying to go for like a pincer attack and surround a lot of you, but... We have some held actions as these vessels approach, kind of like a triangular formation, uh, a hard, cold steel exterior, and two turrets kind of laid out on its sides, just ready to go. But we've got some people that are even more ready. So firstly, uh, who held... Let, let's let our gunners uh, let off their attack actions. So uh, you kind of see them approaching, and you're just like, right there, right there! And I'm going to need you two to make me uh, 
You've got the rapid fire laser cannons. I need you to uh, roll me uh, roll me a d20. Both of you, roll me a d20 and add five. Five. And add plus five. five. You mean? Yeah, plus five. Oh, Juju, sadly you're gonna miss. You kind of like, if the forest kind of like aims in the right direction that at the last minute you kind of like twitch and the turret just goes up and just fires uh, off the space. Caliban, however- Instead of shooting where it was, I should have shot where it was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Caliban, however, you have a direct hit. I need you to roll uh, I need you to roll me a 1d8 plus 3. That's a 5. So that is 5 points of damage as it fires right at the center of the hole, but it only seems to damage the shields, but the shields flicker ever so slightly from that hit. But it is still coming right for you. Uh, next up, who else held an action? Uh, I, was I held a holding action as a gunner, but do we have three gunners? Uh, oh, wait, what? Yeah, I think we have three gunner. You know what? There's gonna be free guns. <laughs> I'm not... This is too complicated. We're gonna have free guns. <laughs> so, Kandaris will say you can uh, let off your action as well. Roll me a d20 and add five. There's one turret at the back, we'll say. There's two turrets at the side, but one at the back. And you've got the one at okay. the back because you don't want to be surrounded by these two Sith Lords. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I'm, I'm not using an actual gun, I'm just projecting. Nice! Uh, so that is so that's 23 to hit. definitely a hit. Roll me a d8 and add free. Um, am I able to use any of my gambits from my deployment? Uh, so, like, disabling shot, crippling shot, any of those? Uh, yes, uh, you could. Uh, which one are you aiming to use? Uh, that is a power die, just keep that in mind. Uh, Wait, yes, you may. I'm where also from the venture I was looking level one, you get ventures. Uh, there's one dogfighter specialist, which means I can use my combat superiority die as if they were power die. Ooh, nice. Uh, yeah, so you definitely can 13. do that. 13. Oh my Jesus Christ. Yes, you may absolutely use one of those. That's disgusting. Disabling shot. Disabling shot. Nice. Uh, on head, the ship has disadvantage on us next. Ooh, yeah, go for it. Uh, first, roll your damage. So, D8 plus 3? Yep, D8 plus 3. Oh, uh, you add your power die, by the way. You add, you add a D8 on top of that D8. <laughs> oh, okay, so. Jesus Christ. Uh, just roll a second d8 or just yep roll 2d8 and add three yeah so roll a second one ah. okay so one Ooh, not the greatest so it only does yeah. five damage to its shields however uh it does look like it's kind of like uh, powering down ever so slightly kind of you're a this is star wars logic where there's sound space so fuck it and one of its yeah. turrets, the turrets kind of seem to be malfunctioning ever so slightly, so... Yeah, you definitely crippled it. And or you still did a decent amount of damage, but you kind of hit, like, the sides of the ship instead of getting a direct hit like you wanted. Yeah. Alright. More so wanted just to disable, so it... 
the ship has disadvantage on its next ability check or attack roll. All right. And, uh, Fadius, you see the ships approaching, and you have your barrel roll repaired, and basically you kind of start, like, kind of, uh, doing a barrel roll while you're target. Basically, kind of like a slow spin around, not like a fast one, so everybody froze up, but a slow spin around, so essentially that way, you know, the next target against you has disadvantage. It's harder to hit you. And you're right. kind of taking evasive maneuvers, so to speak. Yeah. And is there anyone else I'm missing who prepared an action? S. Free, did you prepare an action? Uh... Or did you just... Yeah, you just enhanced the firepower, so... Yeah, I... Yeah. I, I, I do have a question. Is diverting extra power to the guns causing them to malfunction? Ah, uh, yeah, there is extra damage from that, isn't there? Uh, yeah, so you actually... Hang on, I need to look at that real quick. Uh, uh, I think that does do something with the guns. Uh, it deals additional damage. Oh, so actually, S3, I need you to roll me a D8. <laughs> You're going to like what this does. So both of those ships that got hit take an additional seven damage. <laughs> Nicely oh, done. Sweet. Yeah, pretty handy. Uh, those shields are looking pretty rough now. Very flickery. Nicely done. All right, now we're off to the actual turn order. Starting from the top of initiative, Kandaris, it is your turn again. All right, uh, I'm going to use one of my superiority die as a power die to do a feigning shot. So my bonus action, my next attack has advantage. Nice, so you kind of... Like, lean, take a bit of extra time to just get the turret lined up just right. You can't do that maneuver that pilots do where they shoot ahead of a ship instead of, like, lining up right up to it. So the shot leads and gets a better chance of hitting the target. And are you going to keep peppering that one you've currently been hitting? Here, let me lay out the map a little bit so I kind of get a better picture of what's going on. Uh, do, 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 do. So it's two ships along the sides and one ship along the back. Okay, uh, which is the one that I This is the one you've been hitting. To? Yeah, it's just one. Okay. Uh sorry, I'm just reading a bit more of Yeah, please do. And in fact I insist everybody keep that uh deployment sheet open just so you can see what you can do. And keep in mind your deployment level free. You can't use any deployment levels above that. Yeah. Um Uh, yeah, I'm just going to attack the same one. Alright, swift advantage. Go for it. So 13 plus 5 is going to hit. Alright, the shot lines up just right. You lead the shot as it kind of begins to try and drift away and take evasive maneuvers, but it runs right into the laser shot. Pew, 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 pew. Roll that damage. That'll be a okay, D8. I'm, Wait a minute. I'm also going to use crippling shot. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna say S3, roll me another D8, and your weapon override overload still hasn't gone away yet, so. <laughs> you get a D8 plus 3 plus whatever Devin, the other Devin rolls on his D8. Mr. Okay, R. One D8. <laughs> yep, right. one D8. Yeah. So that's 3 so plus 3. How three many die do I get? Uh, 
So that's free plus free, which is six plus. Oh wait, so you get one d8 plus free. Sorry, I got mixed up. Okay. I am expending another power die to use crippling shot if I'm allowed to do that. Uh, you can only use one power die per turn. I'm gonna say. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, okay. <laughs> also, in feigning shot, if the attack hits, I add power die to damage. Nice. Yes, you do. That's correct. So you roll two d8 and add free, and then an additional free because what? The... Jesus Christ! This guy's gonna get eviscerated. Holy shit! Okay, so that's ten plus free. His shields are down. You and the last laser just hits right on the side of its hull, and it begins smoking as bits of debris begin to fall off. Uh, it is not looking good. It's only take a little right. bit of hull damage, but you know that still adds up. All right. Uh, that's my action and my bonus action, so that's the end of my round. All right. Fad use while you're taking your evasive maneuvers. Is there anything else you'd like to do with this turn? Uh, is there anybody? In the room with me, like ah uh, yes, Dice is you. right next to you. Who's with uh, me? I thought I was with him. No, you're one of the gunners, Aaron. Oh, yeah, no, you're beside <laughs> Juju <who>? Tabuti. <laughs> uh, Who's with me? Fadius is with Dice. You're both are at the front okay. deck, and also uh, Malice is uh, murders with you as well. Well, first thing I'm gonna do is, can I get a? Can I roll a perception and just kind of take a look at our, our enemy and kind of like study and see like? Yeah, go ahead and make me a perception check. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one second here. Perception. So it's a D twenty. Yes, and add your wisdom modifier. Oh, wisdom, not perception. Oh, add your perception bonus. Yes, that's correct. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's plus. Eight. I forgot you're proficient. That. Oh my god. Uh, so you kind of notice that uh, these vessels are kind of like basic attack vessels, and it almost seems too easy. Almost like they're kind of lining you up for something. And then you kind of have a subtle realization you've seen this kind of strategy used before during your hunts. And I'm going to send a message to you directly. Uh, hang on. Uh, Ooh, a DM whisper. A DM How do you whisper to other players again? Uh, <laughs> I forgot how that works. <laughs> You can uh, just do it on Discord, no? Uh, yeah, you know what? I will DM you some information on Discord. Because you might want to keep this a secret. So give me one second, guys. Um, okay. I'll say that's a free action, too, by the way. Alright, so I PM'd you some information you might want to know. Take that as you will. On Discord. And Ooh. that was your free action, you still have your turn. Still have your action. Okay. Um. Hmm. Let me think. Yeah, there's quite uh, a few maneuvers to probably can do. More thinking how my character would react to that. Yes. Um. And also as a pilot, of course, keep in mind you can also actually move it, like use the move action, stuff like that, to get away from the targets, or just keep doing more maneuvers. Okay. Um, 
I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna talk to Dice. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna tell him that uh, I've seen this maneuver before. They're leading us towards a tougher target in order to finish us, finish us off. Um, perhaps the vessel of an Inquisitor or a supporting vessel. Um, I'm going to say that the honorable thing to do would be to let them do this and, uh, and now that we know that their trap is coming, we can prepare for it and, uh, and make the proper strategy. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think that's uh, probably the best we can do. Um, we do not flee. Right. We are not cowards. Yeah. Um, so, it, I can't, uh, will I get a reaction to hearing this information? Yeah, we'll say, like, you hear Dada's reaction. You can't act on it right now, but you, okay. we'll say, All like, right. you understand it. And uh, duly duly noted, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, you still have your action, Fadius. Um, my action. You could uh, just move to get away, or you could perform another maneuver. Keep in mind of your power dice supply. You only get so many. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna do. Uh, um, take this move. Uh, I'm gonna do an uncanny dodge. So, uh, when an attacker that you can see hits your ship with an attack, you can use the reaction to have the attack's damage against your ship. Nice. So you kind of keep performing your evasive maneuvers, and you just kind of hover your hand above, this, above like the steering stick, and you just get ready to move. Yeah. Nice. Alright. The other vessels, they kind of, like, swerve around... And kind of like do that thing that pilots do where they swerve around and they come in for an attack. And uh, they're not going to break their formation, but they are going to shoot at you. Do, 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 do. Got to look up something here. Uh... Ooh, right. Let's do this. Uh... Eight. So they get disadvantage. Uh, does so a 13 your vessel's AC just to make sure I got it right uh, Your vessel's AC is 15 so thankfully that first attack just misses <laughs> Just kind of like skids the top of the paint job uh, Second one's gonna attack Oh, that is a four plus five that will also miss the Face of maneuvers are just you basically barrel roll every time a line of fire is hanging your direction. That's thankfully not natural twenty because of the disadvantage, but that is going to be a nineteen to hit, and you uncanny dodge, so you take half of the incoming damage. This is both of a rapid fire laser cannon firing at you. Thank God you uncanny dodge, because that would have been a seventeen reduced to an eight. So your shield only takes eight damage as the uh, best kind of 
one ship like does an overhead swing and just peppers the top of the ship. And your shield is now at 48. Now we're gonna get more attacks. Two more are attacking. All right, so the fourth one doesn't hit, the third one does. This one does not get the uncanny dodge reaction. You will take the full damage. Do we know how much HP our ship has? So you see that image in the middle, that ship image? If you just yes. click on that, uh, the blue is your shield HP, and the green is your is the ship's hull HP. And it just took 14 more damage to its shields. As the evasive mover can't quite dodge that one, you almost kind of run into its line of fire as the um, martyr kind of yells out to... Warning, shields are now below 75% capacity. Huh. Alright. Okay. I can't seem to... Okay, click this on the one end. right here. Yeah, I know, but it's not... It's not letting you? Uh, it's not letting you. I'll tell on. you what it is. If you ask me, I'll tell you what it is. Um, okay. So that's the ship's turn. Its shield HP is 34. Hull HP is 57. Gotcha. And it okay. is your turn, Mr. Dice. Mr. King ah, Dice. Ah, well. Good to hear it, because I'm going to hop on the uh, comms here. And uh, I'm going to bolster the crew of my ship, and the ship will gain temporary hit points equal to the power die roll plus charisma modifier. Nice. And keep track of that power die. So you kind of like flick on a few more switches, and what do you say into your comms to keep your party uh, motivated? Ah, uh, come on, let's give them hell, boys. Let's keep it up. We're doing good. We got to keep doing better, you know? <laughs> um, so, uh, I power die. We were the bad guys. Sorry. Yeah, right. <laughs> you don't um, think you're the bad guy. <laughs> so, uh, it, it's a D8 is the power die? A D8 and add your charisma modifier. Oh, that's good. Okay. So, charisma modifier. That is a. Six. <laughs> okay. That's so better that's than a nothing. six. Now, nothing. that is a. That is a one, though. Does that. Uh, no, that doesn't apply to... That only applies to attack rolls, saving throws, and skill checks. Gotcha, so, okay. So the ship has six bonus HP, um, temporary hit points. Um, do I have any other action? That was your action. Unless you want to gotcha. do like a free action to talk to anybody or make a skill check. I'll allow that. Um... Probably just gonna get on the uh, get on the comms and let everyone know that this is a it's a trap. <laughs> you know? It's a trap. <laughs> um, relay the information that uh, that uh, Ed used had, had relayed to me. So you, you guys are now aware of what they're doing. Um, the ship has six bonus HP, and that is. Uh, probably gonna be my turn so so basically you're kind of playing along while trying to fend for survival <laughs> is the plan <laughs> exactly yes nice uh, all right juju tabuti you have two ships that you can hit one of them has taken a fair amount of damage from your attack do you unleash the laser can again yes and i'm wondering if i can use uh rage through this uh <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Through this cannon. Fuck yeah. it. You want a rage? <laughs> I will allow it. That it that makes no sense rule wise, but I will allow it anyways. Uh, how do you describe y your state of rage? 
Uh, I'm just frustrated that these cannons are dog shit. Uh, whoever whoever's uh, repairing them is not doing their job, and I'm just pissed. And so I'm just gonna hit the buttons angrily. All right. <laughs> so yeah, and you just kind of like you, you do like the force crush maneuver, and the buttons almost crush under your weight. Uh, so go ahead and roll a d20 and add five, and you can add your rage damage <laughs> if this hits. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how that yeah, makes just sense. Trees, like Bastille and Kotor, oh and just his battle meditation. <laughs> Alright, yeah, that yeah. definitely hits. Uh, other Devin, roll me a d8. Uh, Devin, roll me a d8 and add 5. Because Wait, of your rage. Right, or, or, or Juju? Uh, you, Juju. So roll me a d8 and add 5. Okay. Because you get your rage bonus. Oh, it's 10 points of damage. You just barely break through the shields and the shields of the vessel you're currently shooting at as you're just screaming <laughs> and the shield completely dissipates and fades the shields of this target in particular are now down Fuck yeah. and we'll give you give them a little symbol to show which shields are down there you go nicely done s free it is your turn. You're kind of in the engineering bay. You hear like a bit of fizzling on the outside, but not too much damage. It's more so hard for you to stay up straight with all these face of maneuvers. You slide from one side of the room to the other, but what do you do with your turn? Uh, oh, by the way, your uh, weapon overload is now gone until you use it again. Now. So, do we have any damage? Uh, so, no f damage to the hull, but damage has been done to the shields. Like the droid said, you were below 75% capacity, but you did get the ship did get six temporary hit points. Can I use a weapon? Would you like to weapon overload again? Uh, yes, I would. Alright, so you kind of keep working away the weapons and... They power down and just immediately power up with this blue energy once again. It's almost like a little buffer, but outside of that, it's not really particularly noticeable. And you're just your tools are just like working away at it, and you're just sweating oil as you're doing so. All right, Caliban. Sweating oil. All right. <laughs> a target is heading in your direction. What do? Do you fire? I'm going to fire. Nice. So you keep peppering the target that you've been attacking earlier. And go ahead, roll me a d20 and add me... Give me a plus 5 to that roll. So just roll d20. Roll, do the math. Uh, that is going to miss, unfortunately. You're just... You're, you feel more frustrated and you kind of like switch over to turret a little too fast. And it just whiffs right by the vessel that you're currently shoot, aiming for. Unfortunate. You hear the voice of Count Dooku saying, Concentrate! Next up. Well, time is no longer of the essence. Kenderis, it is your turn. Alright. Think uh. here. Now keep in mind, I think you only have uh, one paradise left. Uh, the last two I've was 
using the dogfighter superiority, so I used my own superiority die. Oh, right, you're using your... Yeah, my god, that's such a broken... Well, you also that. said that he could only do one uh, power well, per move per turn. So he, I think he only used one, because there's only been one turn. That's true, but, he, but here's the thing, it applies to a superiority die anyways, so that's what I was asking. Oh my god, that's oh, broken. Okay. What do... Okay, I'm just gonna do another feigning attack, so I'll use another superiority die to get, have advantage on this next attack. Nice. Line him up. And I'm just gonna call ass at the one that I've been firing at so far. Nice. Uh, so that's a 10 plus 5? Hang on. No, da da da. A 15 just hits. Go ahead and roll that damage. Add that D8. And add another D8 because Devin recharged weapons. So, Devin, other Devin, roll and... that D8. That's three, which is... Yeah, okay, so... Five, you can add five to this damage roll. So, roll two D8 and add three. Oh my, 17, 20... How does Kandaris destroy this vessel? Please describe how <laughs> Kandaris destroys this vessel. Dead. Alright, uh, these are clone vessels, right? Uh, yes, they're kind of like V-Wing attack vessels. Alright, I just use all of my uh, PTSD from fighting the clones and then just angrily line up the shot. <laughs> I know paint it as if I'm going to the other ship and line up straight and I'm going straight for the viewing deck as if I'm firing right at the pilot's eyes. Oh my God. Yeah, the pilot, you can kind of see him as your his vessel gets closer to yours and through the clone mask, it's hard to see any eyes, but if you could see his eyes they would be eyes of fear right now. As you... You can see the eyes of the... You see the, the whites of their armor. As you fire right into the glass, the a uh, clone trooper just gets sucked out into space before the vessel just kind of like spheres off of your actually just spheres off of your ship and and just explodes because yes this is Star Wars and things explode in space and bits of shrapnel just kind of dodge around the ship off to the sides the vessel has been destroyed well done that is the end of my turn, but I just scream out in pleasure. <laughs> I've missed killing these worthless clones. <laughs> Speaking of somebody who wants to kill clones, Fadius, Fadius, it's your turn. Let me think here. I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna do. I'll try spinning maneuver. Uh, you can use this dogfight action. Uh, all attacks against you from the target ship have disadvantage until the beginning of your ship's next turn. Nice. So it's kind of like the barrel roll. Got it. Nice. Essentially. Alright. Um, Sorry, go on. But I would also like to remind DICE that we're heading into a trap and uh, they'll probably be the the big the big target or the big the big gunner, the, the big boy 
It's going to be showing up in front of us probably any minute now. Uh, yes. Um, duly noted again. <laughs> well, are you going to do something about it? You're the captain. <laughs> yes, I have a plan. Just, you know, trust my plan here, all right? I, I got an idea. Duly note these nuts. <laughs> you're exactly. Just, exactly. You're just right down a little book. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nice. All right, so you kind of begin spinning around, and S3, just as you begin to get balanced, oh, well, now you're sliding to the other end of the ship. <laughs> and some of the crew members, you're starting to feel a bit nauseous from all these maneuvers. Except for you, Juju. You feel nothing. <laughs> uh, next up is the clone vessels. They're going to go in for another attack, but they do have disadvantage, as previously discussed. Uh, seven. That yeah, that one completely whiffs and almost hits another clone as you just like uh, loosely here for the comms. Uh, what do you think you're doing? What's your aim? Sorry, boss. Uh, seven plus five. That's gonna miss. Six. Fifteen plus five. Unfortunately, hits. Six plus five will miss. So only one attack hit. Thankfully. That is going to it will also have to go through the uh, temporary hit point. That is whatever true. The damage is. So 15 points of damage. So 15 minus 6 is 9. So the shields, thankfully, only take 9 points of damage. As it just kind of hits along the sides. Like... Uh, but most of them just look like they're blasting wildly into the air as this vessel's just spinning out of control. Well, no, it's actually, it's lore accurate that the stormtroopers miss. That's so true. It's... That's true. I did not plan for that, but it just, hey, it happened to work out. Dice, by the way, it's your turn. Ah, uh, yes. Well, uh, with the fed use of my ass, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna um, use a power die. Um, I'm gonna get on the comms, and I'm gonna talk to Candaris. Uh, and I'm gonna say, hey, buddy, I I I love you. Or wait a minute, wait, who's the? Candaris is the big red guy. Remind me, I'm sorry. Sorry, Candaris the... is the big red guy. Juju is yes. the fat guy. Uh, so yeah, this guy. No, oh, yeah, 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 him. Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say, man, I loved your work out there. I'm gonna need you to keep it up. And uh, we we got problem because they 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 they're bringing out an inquisitorship. We gotta keep up the pressure. So I'm going to use my power die to uh, use Insight, which um, it bolsters the resolve of a crew on your ship or another allied ship who can see and hear me. Um, this ally can add my um, ship's charisma modifier to a number of damage rolls they make until the start of your we'll next turn. We'll use your turn. charisma modifier, so I don't have to do Correct. math. Correct. <laughs> Equal to the number rolled on the die. So... So... Yeah, so, so I'm thinking that is... Uh, every time he makes an attack, uh, he'll get... Okay, I'm kind of I'm making sure I understand. So this, basically, basically, every time he makes an attack, you he you add um, dice's charisma modifier to your rolls. So what's your charisma modifier, dice? Um. So my my charisma modifier is a plus five. So Candaris. But it's gone. No, but it's equal to because it says it's. 
he can add that to the number of damage rolls they make until the start of my ne of your next turn equal to the number rolled on the die. Oh, I see. So he got rolled that paradise. So roll the paradise. Okay, and does that get a bonus? Or... No, it's just a flat D8 because this determines how many times he can add <laughs> damage. All right, two. so for Kandaris, for the next two attacks, uh, next two hits, you can add uh, and a plus five to your damage rolls. <laughs> and I'm going to instruct him to uh, to hold that for the uh, for the big gunner. Oh. The 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 big. Uh, the big bad the big... that I believe is coming our way that they're trying to trap us with. Nice. All right. All right. So, uh, that's pretty much gonna be my time. All right. So a very angry Gungan. <laughs> is he gonna keep <laughs> firing? <laughs> this this man's shields are now down. Might be a good so, time to pepper him. I'm wondering if I'm also detecting through the force this big bad that's coming. Am I? Uh... What's what's my insight? Yeah, go here. ahead and make me an insight roll, actually. As you count, uh, close your see. eyes for just a moment to try and reach out to the force. So, uh, what is that? A d20? Uh, d20 and add. Uh, what's? Hang on one sec. So it's gonna be a d20 and you add pl two. Two. Yeah, so All plus right. two. 14. Not bad. You kind of close your eyes and you feel a presence. The presence is awfully strong that's trying to fight back, but it's a presence you feel nonetheless, and the presence is getting closer and closer. And you've sensed this presence before. It's the feeling of the Force. As memories flash by, your previous experience before Suzu's both good and bad. You snap out of that and go back into your mindless rage. That is what you pick up on from your insight check. Alright. I'm wondering if I would change tactic or if I should just keep firing. Uh, That's up to you. But with just, uh, let's just see here. <laughs> you could roll to find out if you want to. <laughs> just roll d d20. Sure. Uh, that's a d20 plus 5, or just, just uh, d20 period? Just a flat d20 to see what you do. <laughs> Alright. So let's say you keep firing. <laughs> now this sure, is going right. to be a d20 and plus 5. So d20 plus 5. Correct. 14! 14, this hits AC attacker wins so that just hits by the way i'm gonna point out there are uh, several different maneuvers you could pull to add a little bit of damage and spice if you want to you could add like a crippling shot uh to reduce the target's flight speed uh, you could disable it so it has disadvantage on the next attack roll you could do an explosive shots uh no wait no that doesn't really work uh, you can expose a weakness and uh uh, deal Ooh, additional damage. Yeah, expose weakness. So expend one use of that paradise. Roll me a d8, please. D8, just flat. Yes, just flat d8. Okay. 
Oh, nice. So that is two points. And now roll me a d8 plus five. And you add this on top of it. Okay. Nine plus two, eleven. Holy crap. Yeah, this guy is not doing well. Uh, so you kind of like blast up his hull underneath and it just begins smoking and burning as like the bottom half of the ship is beginning to tear itself apart. And you have exposed a weakness beneath the hull. So the next attack against this vessel deals double damage. Nicely Rolled done. Up like a womp rat on a spit roast. <laughs> S free. You're up next. Again, the power of the weapons go down. I think you only have one power dice left. Keep that in mind. Take a handkerchief out. Oil off my head. Kind of gets stuck a little bit and takes a second to reinsert itself back to your body. He's really stressed out at this point. It's like airplane. Topples over and he faints. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you actually just faint? Yeah, he, he just faints. He's too stressed. He's been... <laughs> the, and is that it for his turn? <laughs> That's it, yeah. All right, give yourself <laughs> a point of inspiration right off the bat for acting in character. <laughs> Caliban, <laughs> the voice of your master rings through. Do you he, go in front of shot? How does he faint? <laughs> oh, he, he just topples over and powers down. <laughs> yeah, Topples over yeah. powers down. He's, he's done. Alright, Caliban! <laughs> the mass voices of your master bring through. Do you go in for another shot? I'm going I'm going to do it, but this time I'm gonna use the force. Ooh, go ahead and make me an insight check. If you'd be okay. so kind. So that is a D twenty what is your wisdom modifier? So that's My wisdom. Uh, that's going to be a negative one to your insight. So roll d20 and minus one. You reach out for the force, but the force is just blocking you out. And you can't feel it. You feel the force, but it's just the force user you're currently in the ship with. And is holding against you, is making you furious. But you can still take that shot. We'll say that's a free action. Okay. D20 and add 5. And then after I make my shot... Ah, my god. You're just not... It is one of those... You know what? Actually, I'm gonna suggest... Uh, there is a power dice you can spend to give yourself advantage for this hit, if you'd like. Just because sure. you're having such bad luck, I'll give you this one. So roll again, and take the higher number. Oh my god, Oh no. You kind of like make a shot. I glare over. I turn my head and glare at the other force user, and I'm like, disgusting gunkin. Can you stop blocking my Skype calls, bro? Alright, back at the top of the round. Power is a weak old man. I'm not old. So back at the top of the round, Juju, you feel that force full presence getting stronger. Kandaris, it's your turn. Do you follow the orders of maintaining your attacks until the big vessel comes around? Or do you keep firing? Well, okay, wait. Can he make an attack and just choose not to add the plus five damage? Can he you know save what? I'll those allow that. two? I'll allow that. Okay. 
Yeah. So, Candaris, you can just attack this vessel in particular if you want. This vessel is kind of within your reach. Okay. Um, do I only get the bonus of damage until the end of you only, next turn? Or? You only get you get the bonus of damage permanently, but you only get two uses. And a dice is suggesting you hold the bonus of damage until the big vessel comes around. Okay, yeah, I will follow that. Nice. Alright. Do you do another maneuver? Uh, uh I'm gonna do a straight roll first. Alright, go for it. D20 nat 5. That is a 10. That is gonna whiff. Um, <laughs> I am going to use a maneuver saying that. Hope that if you'll allow it. Uh, precision shot, so... When I, I allowed it weapon, for Aaron, so I'll allow it for you. You can roll advantage. Expend that superiority uh, die. Well, I was going to use precision shot. Oh, you add... Ah, okay. So, and here's the thing. That the, the target's AC is 14. And you got a 10 total. So you need to roll 4 or higher on this D8 to hit him. Uh... Actually, yeah, the feigning shot uh, would be a lot better, so I'll just roll and take higher. Okay, yeah, take the advantage. Yeah, that definitely is. <laughs> you kind of like miss at first, but then you lined up at your shot just the right moment. Go ahead and roll the d8, add that to the damage, and uh, yeah, on top of your original damage, oh. like usual. And uh, S3 passed out, so you do not get the damage bonus. <laughs> God damn it, sexy. Okay. <laughs> he's oh. muted too. I wonder if he just like left. No, <laughs> oh, that, now man, he's man, it's stressful down here, right? Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so that is a 9 plus 3, so that's 12 points of damage. Not bad. That is about. And I'm using one of the uh, ship power dice, not my own. For oh, yeah, you can choose between the two. Yeah. Make sure to keep track of that. Alright, so you kind of like hammer into it and the shields begin flickering as the shields are at half capacity. Alright. Fadius is your turn. What do you um, do with the information that's been presented to you? Okay. Uh, I'm going to do another. Um, actually, maybe I'll use my power die. Uh. So, yeah, no, I'm going to do, uh, I'll do, a an uncanny dodge. Nice. So, uh, an attacker that can see. When an attacker that you can see hits your ship with an attack, you can use your reaction to have the attack damage. That's, yep, that is correct. So, whichever attack comes first, you can use your reaction to have the damage. And, uh, so, how, you know what, how do you describe your ship's maneuvers? We've done so many at this point. How do you describe how you're <laughs> kind of turning the ship around? Um, I would say it's, it's pretty sturdy. Like, it's not, like, all over the place. It's very straight and for, forest and very deliberate. So, like, every turn is, is, uh, it, it's planned. It's it's for like it's yeah, very very in control. I would 
would say. Nice. Nice and steady. Speaking of which, targets attack, they do not have disadvantage this time. But one of them, the more damaged one, uh, actually, at this point, uh, these two on the side of Caliban, you see um, a compartment open up and the shape of a missile begins to come out. Bombs away! As two missiles launch in your direction. Uh, so, I am actually going to need the pilot to make me a dexterity saving throw. But the ship gets a plus five bonus to this. You need to be a 16. A dexterity saving throw? Yes. Uh, you roll okay. a d20 and add five, because that's the ship's dexterity saving throw bonus. Oh, okay. So it's not my dexterity. No. Gotcha. Sadly not. So plus five. <laughs> Yes. Uh, plus 5, d20. Whew, just succeeds. It is, however, still going to take uh, half damage from the shrapnel. So, like, it kind of blows up. You dodge it out of the way, but, like, bits of shrapnel kind of launch it to the side of your ship, and the concussive blow, blow kind of forces your ship to head into another direction and causes damage to the shield, but not as much as it would have. Because uh, this is going to be a hefty amount of damage. But it's all reduced to he Actually, you... No, we'll say it's one. Dexterity same throw. I won't be a merciful god. <laughs> so that is 30 points of damage reduced to 15. Uh, so the shields are looking pretty weak, but they're still just barely holding on there. You hear another voice from Martyr says, Be advised, shields are below 25% capacity. Warning. Warning. Hold damage imminent. And the ship that's wounded is actually going to attempt to move away. And this ship is going to fly in for an attack. This one right here. Uh, that is going to be... Going down three to go. Thank God you have your uncanny dodge. That's a natural 20. Uh, that's a critical hit. That means you deal twice as many dice of damage, but you only take half of this because of Uncanny Dodge. That is 22 reduced to 11. But even then, I'm sorry to say... Right alert. Right alert. Shields down. Right alert. And the shields have powered down. As the last array of salt going straight overhead the ship tears away at the shields and they flicker off. Shields are at 0% capacity. Dice, it's your turn. <laughs> oh boy. Um, I'm going to guess that our uh, uh, the temporary hit points that they, I... <laughs> they went through. <laughs> that did not oh, okay, last. Okay, <laughs> gotcha. Um, wow. Alright, let's see here. Let me... Um, so I can, uh, I can use an, I can use my last power uh, dice, but that is essentially like the only thing I can do at this moment. Like I can just use one of my powers. But right? you can also communicate. You can also give orders because you're the captain, and you can right. also like make a skill check if you want, like a free skill check. 
Um, okay, hold on just a second. I'm looking at coordinator. Uh, is there... Hmm. Here's a question. Is there any way that I can try to um, establish communication between one of these ships? Uh, I'm gonna say make me a technology check. If you'd be so kind. Is that one of those? Yes, technology check. Okay, now does this count as my action, or...? We'll say this is a pretty bold maneuver, so I'm going to say, yeah, it's your action. Hmm. It's going to take some okay. time to kind of get it to work and make sure you're on the right frequency, and it's going to be a little tough, but make me that technology sure. check. Okay, so this is a D20 plus... Whatever your technology bonus is. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, baby, yeah, you you know just the right frequencies. You were just like a, an office worker typing at maximum velocity. You set the radio dials just right, and you can communicate with whichever clone vessel you want. I was going to say you can only communicate with one, but whichever clone vessel you want, you can speak directly um, to them, and that's one. Am I able to communicate with the Inquisitor ship? You are not, because that is out of range. Okay, gotcha. Um, Alright. Well, let me see here. One thing I want to check. Um, okay. Okay, now, here's a question. Can I use a power die at this moment? Uh, what do you want to use the power die for? So, as an action, I can make a Charisma Impress or Charisma Menace skill check and expend one power die to attempt to charm or frighten I a humanoid... I will 100% allow that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, I'm going to tell one. him... Um, which one is uh, probably at its most strongest? Uh, I'd say this one right here is at its most strongest. Okay, so I'm going to expend a power die, and I am going to roll a charisma check. I'm going to tell him, if he doesn't, you know, if, if he doesn't tell all of his boys to stand down, uh, we, we have 500 more ships in the wings <laughs> that will personally hunt all of them down. Like, we, have an, an, we have an entire armada. And he better, you know... Yeah. Please fuck off. Make me a deception. Yeah, exactly. Make me a deception <laughs> check. Oh, boy. My favorite thing. <laughs> yeah, man. Hold up. Just a second. That's a 25. Uh, you hear a worried voice saying, uh... The orders have only dictated that there was only three other ships. And he sounds pretty spooked. We will see what they do on their turn. Um, okay, um, now with the, um, hold on, wait a minute, it's the, I'm trying to remember, wait, 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 okay, yeah, so, I, so when I, when I'm doing this, um, this is like a frighten check? Yeah, but you're so, also blind. <laughs> you're also full of okay, shit. Okay, gotcha. Because <laughs> I was going to say, if it's a frightened thing, he has to make an intelligence check, but... But, no, uh, we'll say this is an insight check. But okay, his insight gotcha. isn't the greatest, so he'd basically have to roll nat 20 to beat that. But okay, hey, anything's right. possible. That's... Here we go. 
that's my action. Yeah, nope. <laughs> he buys it. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, Dorf Juju to Booty. Uh, the one vessel that has uh, exposed its weakness has moved away from you. You can attack the one that has exposed its weakness, but the attack will have disadvantage. Or you can hit this one that has not been damaged yet. Am, am I so petty that I don't want to let it get away? Maybe. Well, make uh, me a d20 roll. <laughs> let's see. Just flat d20? Yeah. Eh. <laughs> well, what do you prefer? <laughs> I, I, th I think I think I can move on and, and, re, uh, and reassert my efforts. Fair enough. Uh, this this new ship, as as Yoda would say, um, fire the one that's closest, not the. <laughs> Yoda didn't say that. All right, go ahead and make me an attack roll. You're still in your frenzied, disgusting rage. Slobber. The whole console's just covered in slobber at this point. So just another d20. Yeah, roll d20. That five. Oh, that's five. Uh, Eighteen. No, that's that hits. You'll need to re-roll that. Now, right. would you like to expend another power die to spice up the shot, or would you like to make a normal attack? Keep in mind, you only have two more power dice left. Ooh, let's see. Um, I'm just reading through my stuff here. Uh, unstoppable force, can that be used? Uh, what does that do? Please explain to the class. Uh. Ah, oh, here we go. Your, your momentum makes you nine stuff over range and you can move through. <laughs> Unfortunately, this does not apply because you have to physically move through it yourself. So okay, that's a bizarre interaction. Sorry. <laughs> no worries. I'm just learning this as I go. No, please, so you're doing thunderous great. Thunderous momentum. Thunderous momentum, I think that also. Yeah, you're immune to, that's just, you know, you're generally immune to the shot condition. So in oh, this okay. case, you're just using like ship stats, so you can, like, um, you can also expose the weakness of this one if you want. If you want, just expose our weakness. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's do that. All right, go for it. Uh, roll a two d eight and add three. Two d eight with a three. Yeah, and add three on All top right. of it. Nine and add one more d eight, please. So the shot penetrates through its shield and straight into the hole as you kind of like expose like the back end of a, a general kind of like a exposed generator on the back side of the ship as whole pieces of its hull begin to fly out into space uh shields of this one are now down it's not quite bloodied yet but it is uh not in the good state because the next attacks attack against it will have double the damage nicely done all right. S free sexy. What what's going on, with sexy? <laughs> Would he like to make a roll to wake up, or is he just gonna wake up? He powers back up. He's back. Knock knock, Neo. Well, thankfully right. the ship is not quite full barrel roll status, so you can bounce yourself up at least a little bit. <laughs> All right. He scurries over to Dark Juju. Drops off his slightly used oil-filled napkin so he can clean up the slobber. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're leaving your station. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm leaving. All right. 
I, I, I think our shields are still down to be. <laughs> I mean, to be those why don't you up? just power up the shield instead of wasting the full turn moving out to Juju? It's <laughs> <laughs> really important, guys. Come on. Uh, are you actually right, gonna no. do that? <laughs> uh, no. no, all right. Uh, so I have one more. Uh... Yeah, you have one more paradise. I appreciate the sentiment, though. <laughs> Uh, shield, uh, reinforcement. I guess I'll... Shield reinforcements. And what does that do? Please explain to the class. The bonus action, you can roll your tech die. Your shields immediately regenerate by the result of the die. Nice. So you roll a d8, and that's how much, uh, shield you regenerate. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Oh, one man. little flicker, one sad little flicker, <laughs> doesn't even fully encompass the ship as the shields power up? Question mark. But that was a bonus action. You still have an action. And I'm trying to think if there's other things you can do as your action. I do. Uh, so, uh, actually, uh, you gain. What does a uh, quick fixer? Quick, quick fixer. Uh. Oh, you can patch! Okay, so you can actually patch up the ship as uh, you have on the patch check. Let me look about patchworks real quick. Patch. Uh, one sec. So the patch action. I'm trying to think. Okay, so here's how I'm gonna do this. Uh, you have advantage on this uh, roll. It's a constitution check, so you roll d20 and add your constitution bonus. And if you succeed normally, you get 1d8. If you get a critical success, you get 2d8. If you fail, you do not heal anything. The DC is t t uh, the DC to start with is 10. So I guess I'll roll that. We'll say this applies to shields. I don't think technically it's supposed to, but we'll say it applies because we'll you need it. Uh, yeah, okay, so it's not natural. You roll an RD20, see if you critically succeed. Come on. Plus four as well. Yeah, let's just roll the same one again. Not quite, Ooh. but you do regain, roll a D8 and add that to your shield. Oh my god, man. <laughs> Another sad <laughs> flicker encompasses the ship. <laughs> you were doing so well, man. Who, who hired this droid? Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> I'm sorry. You guys are no right. wonder Mace Windu died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Uh, after that savage roast, uh, Caliban... Mace Windu wasn't a bit, but his droid is. Caliban, <laughs> the force is still with you, buddy. Would you like to channel the force again, or would you like to just attack? I will channel the force again. Make me using... another insight check. Alright. Go for it. Or is there a specific I... power you want to use? Sorry, what were you going to say? I was going to use a explosive shot. Yeah. Nice. So first off, make me an insight check. Okay, with the wisdom. Yep. So you add that to your roll. You don't even feel the force this time, but you can still make me an attack roll. So roll d20 okay. and add five. If it hits, you get some nice side effects. 11. That does not hit. I am so sorry, man. 
It oh is, man. It is just not your day today, man. I, the missiles threw you off. It just shaked up your ship, and it, turret just went off in the other direction. And Count Dooku says, "Remember my training. This insolence will not be tolerated. No further." And I start punching the display controls in rage. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, dice through one of the ship's cameras. You can see, uh, <laughs> uh Caliban just angrily punch it, and uh, Durf just constantly slobbering over all of that. <laughs> well, you watch the merchandise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on. You can't, you know. Oh my dice. god! All right, Candaris. Uh, it's your turn, but firstly, Juju, love. the presence yeah. of the Force is even stronger now. Almost as Ooh, if it, yes. it's almost arrived. Kandaris, it's your turn. This target right. has its weakness exposed, so if you hit it, it deals twice the amount of damage. Can I hit it? Or am uh, I yeah, at disadvantage? You uh, you're not disadvantage. You're, you're within range, we'll say. We'll say this is like just within okay. range. If it was any further, you'd be out of luck. Okay, no worries. Uh, just gonna take a look here. Where the hell were they? Okay, whatever. Uh, I'm just going to roll the d20. Alright, and add a attack. plus 5. Go for it. Well, wait, it, the plus 5 is for the damage, right? No, it's also for the attack roll. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, the plus, it's plus 3 normally, but Juju gets a plus 5 to damage because he adds his rage bonus. <laughs> oh, okay, guys. Alright, Kandaris, that definitely hits. Go ahead and roll uh, 2d8 plus 3, because it's twice the amount of damage. Uh, and just because I am going to... <laughs> Why not? Uh... Actually, I'm gonna wait and see if I kill this thing or not. Alright, go for it. 2d8 plus 3. How would you like to destroy your second clone <laughs> vessel today? <laughs> wow. Oh, I would very much like to destroy it a lot. I am. I want to feel these clones' fear. Oh, you feel so it, alright. I'm going to do the same thing I did to the previous one. I'm just going to line it up right for the eyes. <laughs> nice. Okay, so you lined up right for the eyes, and just through the two visors, the glass breaks, and just pierces right through the clone's skull and passes through to the other side of the ship and it kind of begins to crumble and poosh, explode once again as a piece of shrapnel like scrapes the side of your paint as it flies off nicely done only three right. ships remaining uh since i dealt i reduced it to zero points i'm going to use explosive shot so Ooh. expend one power die and use my bonus action to make uh, an additional ship attack against a different ship within range if I can do that. Uh, I don't think it's within range. It is not within I... range. This target is out of range, hence the disadvantage, unfortunately. Oh, I can't hit any of the ones on the other side? Well, you know what? Let me roll for it. Let me roll a dexterity to see if he kind of like flips over the ship and heads off to the ships on the other side. Uh... 
No, unfortunately he whiffs. And just okay. goes off his own direction, so save that point. Is my recommendation. All right. uh, Nicely yeah, done. Uh, Holy shit. <laughs> Got two confirmed kills. But use your ships are oh barely holding on. Uh, one, two of your <laughs> Sith Lords are currently messing up the equipment. Uh, <laughs> what do you do? Um. Okay. First, can I roll a perception and just kind of like get a layout of things and maybe like see if there's like some sort of weakness or uh, something that I can use to my advantage? Uh, sure. Give me a general perception check. Perception? General perception. Yep. Okay. Uh, so... Plus... Oof. You don't see anything. As a matter of fact, you're too fixated on the <laughs> strange camera footage to notice anything in your immediate surroundings. Okay. Um, well, in that case... You still have your action, though. Yeah, I'm going to do... Uh, I'm going to use my one of my power dies. Uh, I'm going to do the starship charge. So, take a ram action. You can expend <laughs> the power die to increase the damage. Um, on a failed save, the target ship takes additional kinetic damage equal to the amount rolled on the die... Plus, your ship's strength modifier, your ship has resistance to the additional damage dealt by this type. Okay, nicely done. So, uh, th would that also deal damage to your vessel? Because you're ramming into something. Um, it says that your ship has resistance to additional damage dealt by this type. Oh, so... I see. So, we'll say... Uh, I'm trying to figure out something here. So, we'll say uh, you take... Uh, the equivalent of falling damage. So if you were to ram into both these targets, that would be 2d6. But you take half of well, that damage. I just damage. want to ram into the one... I just okay. want to ram into the one that Dice didn't talk to. Alright, so... The one that's kind of scared. Yeah, that one's so... spooked. Uh, so this one yeah. is the one you'd have to ram into. Uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, go ahead. Uh, does it say what check to make for ramming into it? Um, No, it doesn't. Alright, I'm gonna oh. say this is a simple piloting check. A pilot uh, check? Yeah, a pilot check. Okay. Uh, it's in your sheet somewhere, I think. Yeah, I see it. It's a plus two. So. Nice. So, a D8 plus two? A D20 plus two, actually. D20 plus two, okay. 14. 14. And that is their AC, so we're gonna say you kind of, like, tip one of your wings as you kind of, like, lean forward and dive in and just scrape alongside the ship at the back. And the damage is what again? Uh, damage is um one second here. Fuck, where where is it? Um, uh. On a failed save, the target ship takes additional kinetic damage equal to the amount rolled on the die. Oh, additional kinetic plus, damage. Plus, plus your ship's strength modifier. Alright, so roll a d8, add another d8, and add 4, if you'd be so kind. 
2d8 plus 4. So, 2d8 plus 4. So, 1 and 2. Okay, you only add the plus 4 once, so that's 6 oh. plus 9 is 15 points of damage. You just scrape into the side of its ship, and its shields are just barely able to hold out against the might of your vessel. And uh, you do take a little bit of damage. You take half of this damage. So, 4 reduced to 2, your shields go down to 0 again. <laughs> as you scrape along that turret at the back. And you, over the comm chatter dice, you hear... They say they have... Commander, they say they have more vessels along the way. What are your orders? Our orders are to pursue this vehicle by all means. But sir, if we are outnumbered two to one, we don't know what we're up against. Interesting. And the other one says... Very well. I suppose it's like uh, very well. I don't think the Inquisitor is going to be too happy for choices. But new orders: retreat, retreat. Uh, go ahead and make me an insight check. Insight check dice. Okay, that is a insight is plus. Ooh, okay, I'm good at this. Uh, just a sec. Let me... Yep. Now take it to Oh, no! <laughs> Sounds like they're just gonna retreat. Sounds like it worked. Awesome. Uh, uh, so... We're gonna roll and see if these two vessels uh, regain their concussive missile or not. The first one does. The second one does not. So... Another missile fires at you, kind of like goes and spins around and fires the missile at you before heading in the opposite direction. Uh, I'm going to need another dexterity save from the ship. Uh, D20 plus 5 from the pilot. Oh, okay. That's going to be... Uh... Oh! Lands right into it. Because of, how, of your earlier maneuver right into the side of the ship earlier, you pull up just too slowly and hit. The missile launches right into your hull. And this is going to be a haul damage. That's 20 points of haul damage. As the top Ouch. end of the vessel, just a whole chunk of it flies off. And uh, there are just alarm sounds going off everywhere. You can hear the slight sounds of air escaping, beginning to escape the ship. Uh, <laughs> Damn. Warning, now this warning. Haul capacity below 75%. I repeat, haul capacity below 75%. This other one right here, uh, what's he doing? Uh, he's going to shoot at you while running away. So Gosh. he is going to have disadvantage. Uh, so that is a 12 plus 5, 17 still hits. Uh, unfortunately. Uh, so that is going to be 2d6, that's plus 5, that's 9 more points to the hull. You hear the whole pieces of the hull starting to fall out, and and fires kind of begin, fire and steam begins, like, kind of, like, pouring in from the center chamber. It is not looking good. Uh, this ship over here is gonna do something. Uh, fad use, you failed your perception check, so you don't know what he's doing. And he is going to move further away. Alright. Okay. Next up, Dice, it's your turn. Your ship is not in the greatest of shape. 
Yeah, let's see we what I can. Land, is there a plant uh, nearby or something? That's that was gonna be my question. Go um, ahead, and I... dice. Make me a perception check. Unless there's something you could do as a communicator, but I don't believe there is. So make me a perception can I check. I also roll a perception check. Yeah, I'll allow he it. could he could assist. Yeah, me he's also. assisting. So you're both kind of like scouting out for a planet, kind of half panicking, uh, half trying to stay okay, calm. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I. Okay, so that's a 17. Roll another and take the hard number. Um, oh, me? Yeah. Okay. Wait, hold on. Um, so 17 plus 5, I should 22. say. 22, so roll another dice, just in case you get a crit. No. Alright, but that is still high enough, and as you're kind of, like, moving through the vastness of space... What about me? Do I have help? Uh, yeah, so you both kind of notice, um... All the fast of space. Uh, no, you don't roll. He just has advantage, so he's got you covered. Uh, so you see off the side, kind of like a planet that almost seems like it's kind of like breaking at the seams. Uh, a planet of kind of like, almost like looks like dusty and white, and with like blue. It's like a mix of blue and white. And uh, fad use, you immediately recognize this planet. This is your home. This is the planet of Mandalore. I'm not a Mandalorian. What? Oh wait, what? I thought you were. I'm not. He's no, no he's a I'm, chiss. I'm a chiss. I'm a, my my whole planet is Scylla. I thought, but why do you have the best? Why do you have the best car? Because I hunted a Mandalorian. Ah, that's right. But okay, fair enough. I apologize. You recognize this planet because you've hunted here many times. This is the planet of Mandalore plan of Mandalorians that have kind of been not quite as strong as it used to be due to a recent war that occurred here, but the soldiers that remain are still pretty tough, and they're not particularly big fan force users. That being said, there is nothing else in the galaxy but an asteroid field far up ahead. Take us down. We can't, we can't keep flying like this. Alright. I, I'm gonna follow that order. Nice. Uh, you better. Uh, Come on. Uh, I know what I'm uh, doing around here. Juju, uh, to, Juju to booty. Uh, there is only one no. target you can hit, but you wouldn't have to make that disadvantage. The ship is in quite the disarray, however. There, there, there's, there, there's like a big chunk of our ship missing, and there's air escaping, right? Yep. It, the ship is not in the greatest condition. <laughs> can I just like? Use the so so I know I'm a Gungan and I can breathe the air and water. How well can I hold my breath in space? You cannot, because <laughs> there is. I, 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 I just wanted to like throw myself out of the ship like Princess Leia and attack the. And attack the oh ship. No, Gungans do not breathe hand. in space, unfortunately. I'm sorry. Logic. What is that? Yeah. I, I I just think that'd be hilarious if I was like too like mad and I'm just being stuck behind the gun and I just want to throw myself there. <laughs> that would have been hilarious but unfortunately Gungans do not breathe air. Uh, sorry, breathe space air. Damn, there's no more space. No, no, I just hold my breath for a really long time. <laughs> you know what? We can, you can certainly try. Make me a constitution saving throw to hold your breath. You better roll fucking high. And then we'll determine oh, what you can do after that if you want to carry on with uh, this plan. 
So, 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 so what is it? So roll d20? Yeah, d20 and add your constitution modifier. You That's better hard. roll fucking high. This is gonna be... <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's not quite high enough. So we'll say that will get you about half of the way there. But the other half that you don't really realize, you're gonna get affected by the lack of oxygen. However, <laughs> I'm gonna have you make another roll. Make me a Perfect. dexterity saving throw to launch yourself towards this other vessel. <laughs> a chunk of the space. We'll say there's like a chunk of like a hull that you kind of you, like use the force to hold. You hold your breath. You use your force to move the piece of the hull off to the side. And uh, Martyr says, uh, "Warning! Warning! Oxygen warning! <laughs> Gunner level warning! Warning!" As you see on the visors, this Gungan uses exoskeleton. To kind of like launch himself towards this vessel. Go ahead and make me a dexterity saving throw. So, so that's a d20 with uh, uh, three. Uh, hang on, you d20 and add six because you're proficient at dexterity saving throws. All for right. some reason. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Devin, how would you describe this? <laughs> Leroy Jenkins in it. Uh, Alright, so you kind of like use it to force yourself out and you launch your lightsaber towards this vessel and a clone trooper kind of like, you see a clone trooper inside just trying to hastily repair the hull. It just looks over to you. Oh, shit. Go ahead and make me a um, the lightsaber attack roll. We'll say with advantage because why not? So roll 2d20 and add 6. And... <laughs> Yeah, roll d20 and that's... Oh, uh, yeah, uh, that hits, so... You pull out your switch saber. Describe your lightsaber to us, please. Uh, it's like a popsicle. Uh, except it, like, you know, it, it splits apart and then reattaches together, so it becomes like a two-bladed saber that I can spin around. Right. It's, it's like, uh, it's like nunchucks, but it's a lightsaber. Alright, so here's the damage you do. You deal 12 energy damage plus your rage bonus. How would you like to destroy this vessel today? <laughs> right, <but> thoroughly. <laughs> thoroughly. Thoroughly. So, you hold out your switchblade saber. You don't have time to switch it out, but this form does I, more damage. And you launch it towards... It up into ribbons. You cut straight through it. You hold out your saber. You cut straight through the vessel, and it just splits in half. And the ship is torn asunder, and the clone trooper is just flying out. And you grab the clone trooper and snap his neck. Toss him off to the debris that also explodes. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, give yourself a point of inspiration. Can I see all of this? Yes, like, you see better? all of this. The I two pilots see this. See all of this. <laughs> I need to turn the dice and just say, that thing might be disgusting and slobbery, but damn does he have a warrior spirit. Yeah, I'm, I'm, Very. I'm sickened but curious. Um, no. all right. I'm looking at him I'm like... You can't Still look on. away. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a train wreck in slow motion. <laughs> Covered in <laughs> uh, Sexy, it is your turn. All right, I have to repair the shields, so I'll use a shield reinforcement. All right, uh, th that is a paradigm roll. Remember that. So you can't just repair the ship. I can. I can just. Like, yeah. Okay. So you roll me a d20 and add the Constitution bonus, like before. Which, add me a plus five. Plus five. Yeah. 
Alright, 24. Uh, so roll me a d8, and that's how much you repair the hull of the ship. He's oh, trying fuck. his best. So you kind of begin, like, mending. You, you take, like, one little chink of the armor, and you, like, solder it in, and you're just like, good work. You give yourself a lighter thumbs up. Caliban, two ships are there moving away. Caliban, two ships are moving away from you. Juju is about to suffocate in space. Uh, <laughs> everything's on fire. What do you do? Okay, this is so overwhelming. <laughs> I just close my eyes and think of like what the time. words of my master Dooku. Make me another insight check, please. Let's hope you get better luck. That's better. Everything goes silent. And you hear a voice. Not of your emperor. But of a breathing. And you open your eyes. It's an inquisitor. Just in a black void. She's kind of wearing a, ma a mask, kind of like a mix of Kylo Ren's and Darth Vader's, just with a huge split down the middle. She's wearing black robes and a black hood, and is carrying a dual-bladed lightsaber. And she lights it up, and the red energy sees through the darkness. And she says, I sense your presence. We'll be seeing each other soon. And that's where we're going to end our session for tonight. Oh, boy. Good, because oh. I was, uh, was going to have to get off of here. Shit. But, uh, Holy shit. <laughs> wow. Oh, what a, what a wow. story, Mark. Saved by the bell. What just yeah. happened? the fuck just happened uh anyways guys uh that was the first episode of fringes of the empire tune in next week sunday same time i will actually be there on time i promise this will be a lot smoother uh but i look forward to it and slash terrified of what's going to happen next what will happen to our heroes next time will juju suffocate in the void of space will the inquisitors destroy what's less left of the vessel will they be able to land a mandalore in time and will they want to Tune in next week to the Fringes of the Empire. And is there actually 500 ships armada at our... <laughs> Who <laughs> our knows? Have a great night, everybody, and good night.